Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. This is Olga. And Megan. And today we're going to do another quick sips episode in which we debunk five popular health and fitness myths in five minutes or less. That's right. And so the way this episode is going to work is each of Olga and I are going to trade off uh, spending Mm -hmm. one minute or approximately one Mm -hmm. minute uh, debunking a myth. And these aren't just any myths, though. These are the myths that... Olga and I were talking about, and we're realizing that these are the things that drive us crazy that yeah. we hear about out in the world. Yeah. And so what you're hearing is a very personal yeah, they make us, of coffee break. They totally drive us crazy. They make me grinch. And, uh-huh. so, and, so, <laughs> and so I'm going to set a timer, mm-hmm. and it's for five minutes, and we're just going to play off each other, see how much information we can put out to the world mm-hmm. in a five-minute duration, and we'll just go right back and forth. Uh, you ready to get going, Olga? I am ready. All right. We hope you all who are listening right now are ready too because we're going to go ahead and get started. All right. And I am covering myth number one. The timer is set, so here we go. My myth is on the myth of needing to uh, eat a recovery meal every time you exercise. So here's the deal. Uh, every time I do a quick 10-minute video on YouTube where I'm working out, I love workout videos on YouTube, and usually they're about 10 minutes in length, they always say, be sure to have a recovery meal and get mm. lots of protein after this. And I'm talking about a 10-minute window. The truth is, unless you are working out for over 60 minutes and doing really intensive training, or, or you're an endurance athlete, the need for you to have a special recovery meal or recovery, uh, even even drink afterwards, is probably un- unnecessary and definitely in question. If you are exercising anywhere between the normal sort of 30 minutes to 60 minutes range, the next uh, meal that you're going to have anyway is going to do the trick of recovering for you. I- is that what yep. you know to be true, Olga? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Next scheduled meal is sufficient for shorter workouts. Perfect. Perfect. Myth one down. Myth, myth one down. Olga. Myth two. My myth is about drinking eight glasses of water a day and that everybody has to do that. <laughs> I will be the first to admit I am guilty of not drinking enough water. So this particular myth always felt a little iffy to me. So I did a little research. No one really knows where the eight glasses idea comes from. Some blame the bottled water industry. Many people believe that the source of this myth was a 1945 Food and Nutrition Board recommendation that said people need at least 2.5 liters of water a day, which translates approximately to eight glasses of water. So what people ignored was the sentence that followed closely behind, which said most of this quantity is contained in prepared foods and beverages. So basically, the actual recommendation is to drink eight glasses of total fluids per day. The total fluids means that you don't need to just rely on water to meet this requirement. Your fluids can come from foods and drinks uh, such as coffee, tea, milk, juices, fruits, vegetables. All of that contribute to your daily water intake. So bottom line, when it comes to drinking enough water, trust yourself. Your body is great at knowing how much water it needs. So forget drinking eight cups of water a day. You should drink to your thirst and not to meet any arbitrary number. 
So water is critically important, but hydration is really what matters. Hydration is really what matters. And of course, okay. water is the healthiest beverage. Absolutely. And I would certainly recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, fabulous. Okay, we're doing very How are we well. doing on we're time? We're doing well time-wise. I, I do want to be, I need to be a little speedy here. So I'm on myth three now. And this is all about avoiding gluten for weight loss. Oh, that's a big one. Now, yeah, you hear a lot about gluten these days. And, and to be completely clear, um, this is not a comment on people who avoid gluten for the purposes of having celiac disease or allergy. Sure. Absolutely, if you have a sensitivity, it makes perfect sense to avoid it. However, the marketing industry, the food marketing industry, has really started to uh, sort of position gluten-free foods as weight loss foods. Mm. And in fact, sometimes gluten-free foods, uh, like the cookies and muffins that you see out there, (laughs) are sometimes um, equal to, if not having more calories in them than the the regular products Mm -hmm. or Mm gluten-filled alternatives. There's also sometimes a, a higher relevance of fat and sugar in these products as well. And so really the, the moral of the story is that you don't need to be restricting your diet around gluten if you don't have a sensitivity. And in fact, gluten products mm-hmm. um, or gluten foods have a lot of protein or excuse mm-hmm. fiber in them, and that can actually help in aiding in weight loss. So do yourself a favor, let yourself off the hook, and enjoy gluten if, it's, if you don't have a sensitivity yeah, or, a medical or condition. a medical condition related to it. Great. Myth number three down. Myth number four. <laughs> My myth is about spot-reducing body fat. As a member of Sharp Best Health and a personal trainer, I'm always asked to prescribe an exercise to give people abs or give them slimmer legs. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, spot reduction does not work. You've still never given me my abs. I'm sorry, but uh, spot reduction is targeting trouble areas through isolated exercises. And it's really a waste of time because our body does not draw energy from the cells in the area you're currently working. It gets energy from the body as a whole, which means that leg lifts won't do much for removing fat from your thighs, unfortunately, or hundreds of abs crunches do not burn fat around your midsection. Instead, fat is lost from the entire body, not from a specific area you're exercising. Seeing your abs or having thinner thighs come from a lower body fat percentage, which you can achieve by, guess what? What? Eating a healthy diet and exercising (laughs) regularly. (laughs) How much time do we have? Uh, We have 18 seconds. Okay, Megan, you're on. So my last myth that we're all in in Southern California, what I want to dispel is the idea that a base tan is a safe tan. I assure you it is Mm. not. Uh, any kind of base tan is a, um, it is really sun damage, to be mm. honest with you. We should all be wearing SPF. Ah! Oh, the alarm just went off. <laughs> oh, Finish darn it. All, all I'll say, all I'll say, let me turn off my alarm. <laughs> all I can say about this is just really encourage everyone to make sure that you're using SPF of 30 or higher. Absolutely. And don't rely on a base tan as, mm-hmm. some, as something that's going to actually protect you from the sun. Um, you're actually just getting a, a SPF protection of, uh, I think, about a three. Oh, really? SPF three. Wow. Uh, wow. Which is basically non-existent. Yeah. So, um, get, again, just living in Southern California is just something really important. Yeah. I still hear this every day. Really? Well, not every day, but every yeah, week, but maybe, a lot. It's still common, yeah. So, really want to encourage people to um, make sure they're taking yeah. care of their largest organ on their body, which is their skin. Definitely. I think it's a very important message, and it's 
definitely worth going beyond our timer by what 30 seconds yeah. <laughs> so. well, thank you thank you Olga so you. we didn't totally meet our criteria of a five minute uh, debunking but we were really close we were very close so we did try yeah so sharp healthcare we hope you'll forgive that in 30 <laughs> seconds and we hope very much that you enjoyed yeah. these uh, five myths that got mm-hmm. debunked Hopefully they didn't um, disappoint anyone too much in oh. terms of spot reducing or, or, or the gluten-free. Yeah, it is, it, it's sometimes hard to believe that some of those myths have been floating around for years. Really so, have. yeah, it's trying to put a stop on them once and for all. Yeah. This is our mission in life. Absolutely. So um, thank you all so much for listening today. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next yeah. time. We'll see you next time. And if you have any myth you want us to debunk, please email us at sharpesthealth at sharp.com. Perfect. Thanks, Olga. Thanks, Megan. Bye, everyone. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharp Net.